Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. It's episode number 315. We're super stoked to have Jennifer Tucker with us. Jennifer is a real estate rock star trainer from the New York area. And today we're going to be talking to her. Well, we're going to be talking to her about a lot of things, but we're going to start off conversation um, about talking about some mistakes, uh, some common mistakes that she sees new agents make on a regular basis. But before we get into this really uh, cool topic, which I know a lot of our people that listen to our show will want to hear, uh, Jennifer, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to uh, the audience? Oh, it sounds like you already did, Robert, but that's great, right? I always do. I, I, I'm giving you the wind up and I'm letting you add the sizzle. Excellent. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a real estate agent practicing, uh, still practicing real estate agent as well uh, in the New York metro area, specifically Long Island, Queens and Suffolk counties. Uh, I'm a teacher before all this and before I got into real estate as it was a natural kind of trajectory turned me, yet I didn't read it because my mom's been in the business for over 30 years. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I love real estate. I love what I do. I have this white hot passion about it. And uh, I'm always looking to kind of give give and help other people. I think that's what my mission in life is. And uh, training and being in real estate and helping newer agents seems to be like the path uh, for me to uh, seek out what I what I really am here to do. Copy that. Okay. Well, um, thank you for that. So uh, before I forget, because I always forget, and I apologize to everybody, uh, I want to make sure that uh, we give proper accolades and introductions to my co-host. He runs all of the background uh, technology and effort and outreach and organizing and corralling uh, Robert, he is the amazing man behind the podcast. Uh, so, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? You always make me feel better after John, <laughs> Robert. Uh, yeah, I'm the founder, um, joint founder of MailRite. We're a platform that provides you with a WordPress custom website that you own, you don't lease, plus a host of marketing tools that you get with our platform if that sounds interesting just go to the website mel-right.com and touch base with us and we'll be more than happy to discuss how we could help you over to you robert all right last but not least i'm robert newman i am your your steering host for the show and i am uh, one of the country's top real estate seo experts if not the top real estate seo expert so having said all that, Jennifer, um, let's uh, dig into this first topic, which what I would really love to know is some common mistakes that you see real estate agents making, or perhaps maybe, maybe a better way to say that is, what do you feel are things that you see repeated by agents who are newers over and over again that might be easily correctable, but for some reason keep occurring? Yeah, I uh, get the X that a lot and I come across a lot of agents who kind of really stumble. It really is the shift in mindset from going from paycheck employee to now a business owner, right? We, we just don't know what that looks like. I mean, I did it myself. I held on to my paycheck for a long time and was part-time in the business and didn't know how to make that shift and to dive into real estate full-time. Um, so 
creating an LLC or sole proprietorship or S or C Corp, whatever they confess, it really is one of the avenues that I suggest that a lot of new agents do. So they use that, utilize their, their commission check. Now it goes into a business account and then you pay yourself out of, out of that. And you really treat you and your brand as your own company. And that would, I would say is one of, one of the big mistakes that a lot of agents make. They don't know how to um, transition in that sense. So let me, okay. So a common mistake that you see made is, is agents not treating their real estate business like a business. Is that, is that kind of like a, exactly one of the ways to treat their business like a business would be setting up a proper incorporation or LLC and making sure that they're paying themselves like an employee, which is by the way, what all business owners do. I do that. I'm sure that John does that. So that, that is, am I understanding you correctly? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have it definitely on target there. You know, we, we, agents seem to think of the commission check as just another paycheck and that's, that's not correct. That's not where we want to be because we have to set aside monies to, like I said, to pay ourselves to reinvest into the company as well. And of course, to set aside for that, you know, big grandiose tax collector. Right. So <laughs> we're setting aside our taxes. We're hopefully putting together, putting back 10 to 20% for marketing so that we can right. continue to promote our brand or get leads or do whatever it is that we're going to do. Direct marketing, whatever kind of marketing it is. That we're exactly. Okay. I got you. John? Well, yeah, I totally agree with you, Jennifer. Um, I think I just want to see what your thoughts about this, Jennifer. I also feel after they maybe have got a few deals through their natural network through family mm -hmm. and friends, sure, they hit a bit of a brick wall because they, they don't like... And I still, I think it's a little bit slightly out of date but still very relevant the red book from kelly williamson about your um you, you definitely should listen to the audio book or buy a copy yes. of the red book but they don't really understand that they need to be consistently building up their database what's your feelings around that Totally, 100%. I mean, right now, 70% um, of my business is based upon my sphere and referrals, but I'm still on a daily basis going out there and prospecting for new buyers and, and new sellers. Uh, it it's really is a never-ending um, source that you need to be fueling and reinvesting in as well. Um, but yeah, I totally agree that we need to be out there more and more because it does dry up and you'll see more ups and downs as opposed to just a steady stream and steady increase in business. Right. Over to you, Robert. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess here's one of my, my favorite questions to ask real estate trainers. Like, like when you're meeting with a new client and let's just say, well, actually, first of all, Describe to me, if you would, who is like when you're coaching and training, are you usually coaching about like, are you tr looking for to meet with the brand new agent, the somebody that has never, ever sold real estate in their life and they're looking for help? Or are you looking for somebody who's been in the business for a few years and wants help elevating their career? 
Um, you know, I'd have to say a little bit of both, um, primarily newer agents for probably 75% of the people I work with are new agents. Um, because I'm, I mean, I'm 10 years in the business, but I have the experience and I know what it's like to be a new agent. I still, still recall, and I still use the systems that, that I utilize then now in order to grow my business even more. But yeah, most of my agents are are new in the business. And what we saw within our brokerage is that, you know, we were keeping true to uh, national statistics where 86 to 90% of the people new in the business in the first two years leave. And our brokerage was seeing that, that, you know, eight out of 10 new agents were leaving the business because they didn't have the right systems in place. And that's when we came up with a training program in order for them to be more successful. And the more and more we implemented and the more and the more training that, that occurred, the more and more agents stayed and were able to be more successful and put more deals together as well. Okay. So these brand new agents, you're meeting with somebody for the first time and you've got your, um, you've got somebody that's dedicated to real estate, maybe in the first six months to 12 months of their career. What is it that you, you know, and they sit down, they go, okay, I need help with my real estate career. How do you start digging into that conversation and, and trying to figure out how you're going to help them? You know, we really go dive deep. I mean, one of the first lessons and 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 training moments is what do you why are you in real estate and what do you want to do? Or, you know, and how much do you want to earn? Uh, people have to be realistic that if you're working a one job, right, and earning that paycheck, that it's gonna be difficult to, you know, be in that hundred eighty to hundred K mark because it's just not, you know doable. Um, So we have to be realistic about what our numbers are and what we want to make. And then we basically break it down into, okay, if this is what I want to make annually, what are the money-making activities, both passive and active activities that I need to be doing on a monthly, weekly, and daily basis in order to achieve that number? Okay. All right. So really it's, it's just like create um, a mission or a goal that's revenue-based. Do you focus at all on the mission behind the money? Yeah, 100%, because money isn't the fuel as to why we go into the business. We have to figure out our what, what our why. Okay. Um, money is just an afterthought. I mean, I thought I went into real estate thinking that I wanted to make mo- more money. And yes, it was an outcome of, helping more people. And that's really what the, at least my own personal why is I want to be able to help people is, and that's how, and I can utilize that and do this through real estate, but we have to know what our life looks like as well. So that means living in your business in this more of a holistic lifestyle, knowing what your, you know, how to train and treat your body, mind, and soul in order for your business to grow. Gotcha. John? Yeah, so I I totally agree with everything you've just said, Jennifer. Um, What are the practicals? So you've got this semi-new individual. You advise them to set up a business. You've discussed the why. um, And did say say they got enough money or they've got a spouse or or a partner that can Mm -hmm. support them. So they're in it full time. 
what are some of the key things that they've got to get into place based on your experience in that first six months? I think some of the key things is setting up a time plan or blocking out time to know what, when, or what they're going to do in order to dedicate to real estate. So for me in the mornings, it was best for me to prospect and and call um, potential clients. And in the afternoon, I would rather be working in the business whereas I'm doing more administrative stuff and making phone calls. So setting up some type of block plan would be um, one of the steps as a full-time agent that we should get into as well. And then how, what's the percentage of buyers and sellers that you want to work with? And again, now it's, if we know that number, what kind of investment am I going to make and where am I going to put my marketing money into and focus on whether that's social media or print marketing, or if you don't have a lot of marketing money, which I, I didn't in the beginning either. It was um, giving up some of my time for money so that I was able to prospect new clients. Before we go for our break, how important because how important do you think it's also for that new agent to find the right brokerage environment and the right mentor? And what, in your opinion? Because there's a lot of choices now when it comes to brokerage. What are some of the one or two key elements of a brokerage that you think is most suitable for the newer type agent? Definitely for the new agent, it would be a broker that has a training program and at least some sort of mentorship. Um, Because to do it all on your own can become overwhelming as a new agent. Is there's just a lot to do to get a bit, just like any business, there's a lot to do by yourself. Um, so having a mentor and being able to follow someone who is an experienced agent would, would be my suggestion for new agents when they're looking for brokerages. It's okay to give up some of your commission in the beginning. Because what you're doing is creating the momentum that you need in order to be that 80, 90, 100% agent where you might not be able, you might not utilize the broker as much um, as opposed to in the beginning. That's great. I, I think it's time to go for a break, Robert. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, I'm going to be asking some, so this is something that's come up quite a, quite a little bit first, Jennifer. I'm going to give you a whole 30 seconds to think about this. Okay. But um Mentors have been mentioned many times on the show, mm-hmm. but I don't know that anybody has ever given us any suggestions about how you convince a performing agent to teach or train or let you shadow their production, like some ideas about having to do that. So I'm going to ask you that question. Everybody who's listening to the show, by the way, we here at MailRight, uh, we really appreciate uh, the MailRight podcast. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And when we come back, we're going to try to provide some amazing value for those of you that might be newer into your real estate career. And if anybody knows somebody who's new into the real estate career, do us a favor, share the show with them because today's episode is for you. We'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. 
go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Podcast. Today's episode is number 315, and we're meeting with Jennifer. And Jennifer is uh, talking to us about, she is a uh, she has a great uh, website called therockstaragenttraining.com, and she's out of New York. Um, and we're talking to her about mostly about strategies that relate to newer agents. One of the things that came up before the break was she was talking about uh, find yourself a mentor as a, an early in your career strategy, and don't be uh, worried so much about giving away your commission while you're learning the business because that is the trade-off. My question to you, Jennifer, is let's just say you've got four or five agents already making the kind of money you want to make, whether that be $100,000, $200,000, $300,000, but they're busy. They're selling a lot of real estate. They're running around. They're doing all the things that a great real estate agent does. Do you have an approach? Do you have some suggestions from newer agents about how you would approach these agents on mentoring them? Oh, that's a good question. I Luckily enough, it was my mom. So I was like, mom, I'm tagging along. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and I've been a mentor to agents as well. And for me, it's a matter of what can I do to help you? You know, I want to help you. I'll grow your business as I learn the business. To me, as a new agent, if you were to say those things to a more spirit experienced and top producing agent, that would be a, a way for you to kind of get in. If someone had come up to me and said that, I think it would have been like, yeah, let's go. You know, let's make this happen. We, we can definitely do it. Here's what I want you to do. <laughs> uh, for me, in the beginning, as that new agent, I was a buyer's agent. I ran the buyers. I was the legs of the operation. I, I took out buyers and I brought back the, the offer and put it into the, um, the top, my, my mentor and said, here, you go negotiate. That's okay. I, I don't know anything about negotiating, right? I didn't need to be in control of everything and giving up, giving up that control was, um, was a way for me to learn the business even more. I mean, I was more of the administrator and the buyer's agent and, and, and it made sense and it worked out. And again, without that and not having that experience, because I learned the business from the inside out and got to hear this experience agent talk and talk and talk and negotiate all the time, that gave me the valuable lessons that I needed to learn to be in the position I am today. Excellent. Well, I'm going to add on to this topic a little bit. John, I'm going to give you a second to think about it and maybe think if you can think of something. But but uh, over the years, when I used to work for other people and I used to work on sales floors, I was generally speaking one of the top, either the top person, top two, top three, just depend, depended on how big the sales force was. And I can tell everybody that's listening to the show that there was some really easy ways. I wasn't as hard to approach about being a mentor, but it wasn't exactly what I really wanted to be doing with my time. If I was selling something, I wanted to be selling the thing and making my commission and going home. And uh, the way that people would get me to mentor, the way that people like used to, number one, like everybody's a sucker to have their ego stroked, including me. And so how do you stroke your ego? I'm sorry? Never. <laughs> No, John, put a sock in it. <laughs> no, I'm 
just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. I'm kidding, John. All right. So when, <laughs> when like, um, when you're at, like, and by the way, by everybody, John's laughing. You can't see him. He's laughing hard. That's how he got me to do the show in the first place. And 200 episodes later, here I still am with John and everybody else occasionally stroking my ego. And, and I don't, you know, we don't, we're not paid personalities to do the show. So getting your ego stroke will go a long way for people who already do very well for themselves. And how do you do that? You can ask them to uh, stand up and talk on a particular subject, create an office like you can get together an office meeting of newer agents and then approach somebody who is a more established agent and literally say there's four or five of us that are anxious to be trained or, or have you speak to X subject and have them step up. And once they're there talking to all of you, that is when I would approach them about saying, by the way, if I helped you with X, Y, or Z, would you be willing to continue to give me some of your incredibly valuable time? And I strongly recommend that for all of you out there listening to the show that you use language like that. Make it, make it, apparent to them that your desire is to learn, that you think that they have something to teach, either based on their production or anything else. Those are my thoughts, some very brief ones. I have many more, but John, what do you think? Yeah, I think you take, and I think Jennifer, I think to be realistic, being, it's a combination of what Jennifer said and what you've just said. be practical about it. You are dealing with somebody really busy. Be enthusiastic. Be obvious that you're serious about this, that you're going to give it your 100%, but also accept that you're you're going to have to be a buyer, probably a buyer agent and help a senior agent on the administration and... and the buyer side of the business and you're just going to have to suck it up and it's going to take about six months to a year before you're going to have some level of competence. Would you agree with that, Jennifer? Yeah, 100%. And just to add, you know, what I see is, you know, as top producers, right, we're typically these, and to based upon your stroke, stroking that agent, right? It, it, as top producers, you know, we know what we're good at, right? We know how to make systems work so that you can be successful too. So stroking that eagle def- definitely comes into play. I, I mean, I get it. And the seriousness of the newer agent really needs to be there because a lot of times they may say this, say what they say, but if they're not, you know, doing and behaving in the manner that they should be and, you know, going to those open houses and taking, taking the lead or, you know, backing you up with some sort of paperwork, then it doesn't work out either. So, you know, be serious in, in your words as well. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up this, the show we've got another about six to eight minutes um the whole i found i call the kind of building a like a hundred to three hundred person farm and mm. having a close relation i call that in my own mind the buffini mythology you know buffini is a great consultancy training company but then you've got the whole digital marketing side, sure. um, video, social media. 
I find certain types of agent that can be very effective in the Bethenia, and then I find a certain type of agent that can be very effective in the digital side. There's a lot fewer that I've come across that can be effective in both areas. But I think that is the best if you can do it. Have you struggled yourself with that? And if so, have you got any insights about why that was and how you overcome it? Yeah, I mean, I, I was taught more of the Buffini style, but in the time that I've kind of developed my own, um, you know, platform here, it's been a lot more of social media and video. Um, so I, I call myself more of this hybrid agent where I incorporate a little bit of both into my system now that works for me. And I think it's a matter of knowing who you are um, and then knowing who your ideal client is, is your ideal client someone who is more comfortable with, with having the paper and uh, tools in front of them and getting your marketing material that way through the mail? Or, or is your ideal client someone who is on social media and is looking at videos and searching and Googling you? So I think it's a matter of the agent knowing who their client is and then using that system, whichever works best for them. But if you can do both, then yeah, then actually, you know, I would think that more, more of two avenues is better than one. So you kind of, like you just said, you started more on the Puffini. So what were some of, what were some of the lessons you initially learned when you, let's start it this way, why if if you were comfortable and doing pretty okay utilizing the kind of Buffini mythology, mm-hmm. why did you you did something where a lot of that type of agent don't do, right. which is is say to yourself, I I need to get into this digital side. Why did you make that decision? Uh, because I found that the people that I were working with were more into that digital side. Um, so it was a natural uh, tendency for me to kind of constantly lean towards that way and to do my my work towards that way in that manner. So I was meeting the client where they were at, as opposed to me just working my own system and not having the client's um, expectations and their own systems in mind. Oh, that's great. I think it's time to wrap it up, Robert. All right, lovely. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we really appreciate you turning into turning into the um, MailRite show today. We're going to ask that however you're listening to the show, wherever you are, that you, if you've enjoyed the show today, that you give us a thumbs up or leave us a comment if you listen to it on iTunes. There's quite a few different ways that you might be listening to the show. Uh, John and I uh, work hard on it, mostly him, but I do show up. And so we, we would well, you're really the more it. You're the more intelligent side of the operation, <laughs> aren't you, Robert? I would love it if you guys would just please leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. We really would be interested to know. Uh, John posts this to his Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash mail hyphen right. I post it to my Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash inbound REM. Um, Jennifer, if somebody wanted to reach you or follow you or do any of the things that kind of like what I'm talking about right now, how would they do that? 
Yeah, they can uh, follow me on Facebook at JCNO Tucker uh, forward slash. Um, otherwise, I'd love to give your audience a uh, free down of my my book, Become a Rockstar Real Estate Agent at uh, rockstaragenttraining.com. All right, lovely. And John, if uh, when people absolutely positively want to reach you, because we know they will, when how would you like them to do that? Oh, that would be a pleasure to have a chat with them. Just go to the mail-right.site and you can either call me or get me through the contact us form and we can arrange to have a chat on Zoom or on the phone and see how we might be able to serve you. Over to you, Robert. Fantastic. And if you'd like to reach me, ladies and gentlemen, um, you may go to my site, inboundrem.com. You may hit my contact form. You may hit whatever you need and hit submit. I'd be happy to talk to you about things like real estate SEO, lead generation, whatever, some commentary on platforms that you're already using. These are all things that I've got a great deal of expertise in. Also, uh, YouTube and many, many other subjects. So we appreciate you thinking, uh, tuning into the show. Tune in the next time where we'll have another amazing guest or amazing subject that we cover. Or even if John and I just decide to throw punches at each other over some digital marketing topic, I promise you, you'll probably get something good out of it. See you next time.